I just need this rental car because this fucking week, Cam and I fucking talk about a fucking hilarious movie by John fucking Hughes called Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. So fucking buckle up and get fucking ready for the folding list. Just give me my car. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Folding List. My name is Travis. I, I'm, I'm always kind of trying to bring you these movies that you can that you can watch and, you know, fold your laundry to, all, all that good stuff. You don't really have to pay attention to them. And, and once again, I got this dude because I felt like he would always give me good, interesting conversation with all these movies. So well, what's my, my, my co-host going by this week, man? Uh, you, you know how I feel today? Oh, I, I can start it like that. I feel like tired stew pickles. <laughs> Do you remember that episode of Rugrats? Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> when Stew Pickles was up in the middle of the night making pudding for pudding for Angelica. <laughs> Dee Dee was oh like, man. <laughs> she's like, oh, what are you doing? I'm so late. And I've lost control of my life. That's how I feel right now, Travis. <laughs> Why is that? Do we need to get into it, or, or like it, it can be that kind of podcast for a little while if you want it to be, man? We can, you know, we can just like sometimes you just gotta have these types of podcasts. You know, these types of episodes. <laughs> you know what? Forget the movie. Let's just talk about my problems for a second. <laughs> Let's make this about Cam. Let's make while, this the Cam know? show for a second, okay? <laughs> oh, the the tired stew. The yeah, tired exactly. stew show. Lost control of my life, guys. Anyway, let's let's continue with the episode. You oh, don't want to hear in, my problem. <laughs> in sad dad mode. I guess that kind of ma- matches the movie. Yes. That's hilarious. You know, that's that's perfect. Sad dad. Yeah, mode. yeah, yeah. All right, and uh, and then uh, this week we're actually doing planes, trains, and automobiles. I, I've I've watched this movie a million times. Like my, it's easily one of my dad's like my whole family's favorite films. Uh, we always watch it around the holidays t- holiday time because. It's a uh, Thanksgiving movie. It's like officially a Thanksgiving movie. Super rare. That's um, so true. I, I know we're not talking about like where Thanksgiving came from. It's really just like talking about being with your family and all that good stuff. Um, and and we have a guest this week that wanted to do that movie as well. It seems like he might be a pretty big fan of it. And uh, this week we got a Kramer. How's it going? <laughs> Oh man, hanging in there. And I gotta say, like, I love the podcast. And by the way, the the movie, I will get into it in a minute, but there there are some different takes on the movie. I hadn't watched it for a few years coming into watching it this time last uh couple of days ago, but there's some new takes on the movie now that I've rewatched it after maybe four <laughs> or five years. It, it takes a new spin. It it definitely does. Like, cause when you're when you're a kid, you're like, oh, this movie's so funny. That guy said fuck a bunch of times. But like, <laughs> yo, that scene was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> but as an adult, you're like, man, uh, there's a there's a lot to digest with this. This is a pretty serious movie. Yeah. But uh, but Cam, why don't you uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us what it's about? So okay, this movie was great, and like you said, it was like a typical dad movie. You know, uh, Steve yeah. Martin, all he wants to do is get home to his family. You know, uh, he works his big time job in New York, in New in 80s New York, uh, by the way, where you yep. have to queue for a taxi. And um, <laughs> you know what was surprising uh, to me at the time, though? Uh, Kevin Bacon 
yeah like made yeah. a cameo in this movie like as a uh a taxi what is it like he was competing for a taxi or something like yeah, that yeah straight up <laughs> I, yeah, I think he had i think he had already like done footloose and trimmers by this point so people knew who this dude was so he was so just was put just there like, just for like eye candy right yeah yeah i think it's just a straight up cameo i yeah. don't even think he had a line in it that he he had this look, look. <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh, that man. was a pretty dope uh you know cameo um, but yeah, Steve Martin, he's just trying to get home, uh, you know, t- for Thanksgiving. Uh, and then John Candy, uh, you know, here he comes just fucking everything up. <laughs> and, you know, John Candy, like I love John Candy. Like he's he's a big part of, um, you know, my childhood, you know, just from cool runnings to yep. like all the other uh, just crazy. Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck. Yeah, um, man. What is it? Uh, Even Summer Vacation. I don't know if you've seen that one. That's that's another favorite too. Oh yeah, we can talk about that um, in a future oh, episode. Man, yeah, I might want to have to watch that. We could do a whole John Candy stretch, man. Right, like, you know what? That's a good <laughs> idea. Yeah, let's put let's actually make an episode about John Candy uh, for one of these episodes. <laughs> there are a lot of unknown movies with John Candy. Like, there are some crazy ones out there. Yeah. Oh man. yeah, yeah. I guess that's true because I I haven't I haven't seen like a lot of the the smaller stuff. Like I've seen all of his big big movies a million times, but like. I know, like you said, there there are some crazy ones out there. Do you like? Do you know any of them, like off the top of your head? Um, who's Harry Klump? That was one of the big ones that I had, and he uh-huh. plays kind of like a private detective slash almost like MI six type guy, and <laughs> wow. he's just an idiot savant the entire time. It's fantastic. The end, I, I, the end of it. Not to give anything away, but full drag John Candy at the very end, which is a, oh, that sounds so familiar. I feel like I've I, I feel like I've seen that. Man, it took like, me a long time to remember this this movie's name. I had to actually look it up. I was like, "What is that movie he's in?" And he's the detective. <laughs> and no, yeah, yeah, he's done a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's done so much. Stuff. Like I'm looking at his catalog right now, and it goes back for like, like since the '76, 1976. Oh yeah, and he's been doing it. Yeah, Canada too. He's Canadian. He started up there in uh, some uh, like a sketch group. I can't remember the name of the sketch group. Mm. Um, but yeah, like. That that that's why this movie's great is because John Candy is like a comedic genius, and basically, I think that like that's kind of the whole premise of the movie is that Steve Martin is trying to get home. Bad things keep happening to him, but John Candy makes them worse every time, <laughs> and he doesn't and, even mean to. No, like, no. that's what I. That's the crazy <laughs> thing about it. It's like I'm I'm expecting him to be like this scammer, you know, like fuck up. Um, that it's like, oh, like I can't get, get wait to get away from this guy. And then, but he's lovable at the same time, but he actually like really means well in a lot of things. He's just dirty. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, <laughs> 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 but he's a, he's a fantastic salesman too. And that's one thing that really surprised me about his role. Like he was just selling, uh, what is it? The shower curtain, the shower curtain rings. Yeah. I'm like, damn, that's some pimp that's- shit. Yeah, that's so selling the ivory rings to everybody, and oh, they make you look at least eighteen years old. Like that seems probably one of the best scenes in the movie, in my opinion. Oh man, <laughs> and to see them like actually wear them as earrings as he's yeah. selling them to, I was like, that's that's genius right there. Was it selling ketchup to a man in white gloves? Yeah, like sell anything to anybody. He was he was like a very charismatic dude, just kind of a lovable dude, but he was kind of getting in Steve Martin's way over and over and over. Like, like you said that when he's racing to te- uh, catch that taxi, like uh, John Candy is the one that ends up stealing it from him. And I didn't, I don't think I realized that when I was a kid, 
I don't know if I remembered that, but he was the one that took his cab to the point where what do you how much did he pay for that? Like seventy five dollars. Well, at Oof. first, first it was uh, like fifty. Well, he offered the guy five, and then the guy <laughs> talked him up to fifty, and he was like, "Well, if you pay fifty, I know you'd pay seventy five. And I'm like, "Wow, that's a hustler right there." <laughs> Cold blooded, cold. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Kramer. Like, uh, why? Uh, like, actually, two questions. Uh, I guess, what is Kramer your real name, or is that something you go by? And then, uh, I guess, another third question: Why is this movie uh, special to you? Uh, it's what I go by. Okay. Is there a reason for that? Uh, it's just what I've gone by for the longest time. Between sports and everything else, I've just always gone by Kramer. Oh, no really? real good story behind it. Yeah, I just want to make sure for it to a lot too. So I was about to say, yeah. is it a Seinfeld reference? I was just gonna say, America. It's not because of Seinfeld. No, this this is. <laughs> it did get a lot of Seinfeld references and stuff like that. But yeah, no, Kramer's just the last name on that one. So yeah, I go by Kramer pretty much anywhere I go. It's an easy thing to remember too when you're talking to someone. You tell them the first name, they forget it. You tell them Kramer, hey, they remember that's life because they always say, oh, like the Seinfeld guy. Yep. Just like the Seinfeld. Easy to remember. Easy to remember. I think I thought it was just an alias because I didn't know your whole name. I just knew I knew the first name and I was like, oh, but he goes by Kramer? That's that's interesting. I wonder, wonder what the story is. That would be good to talk about. You know, uh, I we, do appreciate you not asking if my first name was Cosmo. Oh man, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, you're and you're probably not even too much of a fan of the show. At this oh point. no, I love Seinfeld. Regardless, oh, okay. I still love Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, I throw it on all the time. Uh, it's uh, that's that's one I remember watching every day at six o'clock because of our time zone. Watch Seinfeld at six o'clock while we're either cooking dinner or making dinner as a kid because all the when it was syndicated, my I watched that. I watched it all the time. It's almost even better now as an adult. It's crazy. It lives. It stands the test of time. I can't go watching a lot of watch the other sitcoms from back in the day that I watched as a kid, but that one I can still go back and watch. And I almost appreciate it more as an adult. Yep, there's yep. a lot more nuance that you can catch on in that. Yeah, man. It's <laughs> like it's. I, I when I got older, I kind of realized I was like, man, uh, I think a lot of my social awkwardness came from Seinfeld and overthinking every social interaction you could possibly go through. That's you're thinking about that and you're just like i i don't want to be that dude that's like why did he do that like no i, I just <laughs> i just wanted to play play every situation as normal as possible but seinfeld told you over and over that they can make a story out of anything um which i i, I still love that show to this day it's great larry david's the man you know, you know? oh yeah yeah. I don't I don't think i would say i was i was a fan of seinfeld as a comedian but that that show is out of control uh but yeah so uh did how do you feel about this movie? Like, like, so like, what are your, do you have like a lot of old thoughts, a lot of new thoughts? Old thoughts are going to be like, you were a kid watching it with my parents. And it was the one of those few times when you were back in the eighties growing up. And it was like, Hey, like, you know, you got to hear, you know, fuck and all the other customers all over the place. <laughs> that movie, you're like, Oh, I get to watch this, but this is my family movie. We're watching this. This is Thanksgiving movie. Uh, so yeah, like back in the day watching it, I was like, Oh, this is great. I love it. Re watching it. I find that you, as much as I still enjoy the movie, there's a lot of nostalgic factor going back into it. Because you can read a lot more into this movie knowing what was going on. Uh, and we'll touch oh, more yeah. on kind of our thoughts of towards the end of the movie and maybe what would have been the sequel to this movie later. But <laughs> we, I just, I don't know. They're rewatching it. 
you kind of have to pay attention to more of this movie. It can be on in the background, but there's a lot of nuance that goes on with the acting between John Candy and uh, Steve Martin that I don't like if you're not paying somewhat attention. This yep. is what I'll put on. I'll start folding my clothes. I'm putting the clothes away. <laughs> I'm going to start watching the movie. and I'm going to get back to the clothes late. Like, yep. I'm going to have to pay attention. To, why did the car burn down? What's going on with this? Oh, I mean, man. Unless you're so watching that true. whole scene, you're not going to catch on to a lot of the subtle different, like the subtle pieces of this movie. And that's, that's just John so Hughes. That's his comedy. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah I, I love it. Loved it then because of it was I was a kid and I got to hear fuck and I got to hear everything else. And <laughs> I the one scene where he had the, the my favorite scene probably is when Steve Martin's trying to buy his plane ticket. Everything's booked and coming from a retail side, being able to hear someone say, well, I guess you're fucked. <laughs> nah. It was great. Yeah, that lady, she played that part really well. With her ben Stein was pretty nice, too. But his oh, one ben little line oh, yeah. that he got. Oh, yeah, because oh, yeah, I think, yeah, both weren't both of them in uh, Ferris Bueller? That's another... Uh, yeah, yeah, he reuses yeah. a lot of his actors, or his, kind of his non-main cast, but a lot of his like side actors and stuff like that. He uses a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, because I started to see a lot of familiar faces, like you said, going back through it again. And, you know, like, I... I always talk about these movies because they're they're great to just kind of throw on while you're doing something. But if you haven't seen them in a long time and you really take that time and like sit down and watch it, you're like, oh, this is why you have to like, like you said, this is why you have to pay attention. Like that when he was when he was sitting there in the chair and he was looking at John Candy, he was like, why do I know this dude? And it was just that flash of him holding like with a taxi door in front of him and him being like, oh. <gasps> and shocked and it, and then it went back to the airport terminal like i had to rewind it because i don't know if i ever noticed that before like as a kid because it really is like maybe a second like it's a it's it's a few frames of him just like they took the time to bring in the taxi door into the airport when like while they're making this movie instead of going back and just showing a replay they really made the time to make that joke of like the the door in the airport him with the hat on and the coat and all that kind of stuff like i i laughed at that i i had to pause it laughing so hard because i like missed i was missing stuff out of the movie because it's they steve martin is obviously like a comedic genius but john candy is like next level almost they're both especially on screen i think i always feel like uh john candy might be the funnier dude on screen but I think Steve Martin is just like a better uh, showman almost. He's like better in front of a crowd. Yeah, their dynamic is uh, fantastic. Um, yeah. I think like my favorite scene of the whole movie was when they had to share a bed. <laughs> like the the subtle, the subtle, like, you know, things that happened. Uh, like, for instance, when he was like, oh, you know, how about that cup game last week? Yeah. <laughs> like, Even I, before that. Yeah, when they, like, like, when they walked into the room, oh, and yeah. they noticed the bed, and they were just looking at him, and like, huh, he just started like moving the <laughs> the hangers and the in the. Uh, hey Travis, <laughs> hey Travis, yeah, you want to take a shower? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the, that whole scene is just—it's it, just crazy. <laughs> the whole scene is crazy, and, it, and if you think about it, it really is just that little room. Like, yeah, they these two dudes together. And then you add John Hughes on top of that, which, like you were saying, Kramer, it's uh, he he's all about like subtle comedy comedy and almost like 
almost dry by comparison, but he knows how to like turn it on the extreme side of comedy. You know what I mean? Like it's not to go from like the little, the little subtle looks and moments to uh, Steve Martin getting picked up by his, by his testicles. <laughs> like, <laughs> like John Candy said, I've ne- never seen somebody get picked up by their testicles. Before. <laughs> like, oh my God. Uh, yeah, the stunts in this movie were pretty good too. Uh, oh man, yeah, and you wouldn't think that a, a family movie like this would have stunts, you know? Yeah. Well, then again, Home Alone had stunts. Yeah, I was, I was about to say they, uh, yeah. they, they have like a, I think it's, I forgot what it's called, but they have, they have a uh, like a, a stuntman move that's named after Home Alone because I think it's just called the Home Alone, Home Alone Fall because it's the burglars multiple times in the movie. And in real life, these guys were doing this, jumping up into the air and then landing flat on their back. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they did it for real. And it's like, <laughs> you you can tell because they don't, they don't do those kind of stunts like that anymore. And especially in like kids' comedies. They're not going for it that hard because mm-hmm. that looks real yeah. because it is real. They, <laughs> they're That's just jumping crazy. off of three stairs to the ground on their back just for some laughs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's John Hughes that what he did. He tried to make sure everything was as real as possible of all of his movies. Because I think even if I remember back going back and watching, like, they made where they landed a soft platform. So it would give way. If you watch the movie, you kind of see that little bit of give way on those yep. stairs when they landed that spot. Oh, so they were right. literally just jumping and landing on their backs, like, just <laughs> crossing their fingers and hoping they don't hurt themselves when they finish the movie. That's it insane. was great. It played out great in the movie. Because it, wait, did, did John Hughes do Home Alone as well? Yeah, man, I that's so crazy. That. I'm yeah, starting to see the, the 80s. yeah, I'm starting to see the trends of all these movies that we're talking about now, like with the shot style and yep, and everything. And Chicago, like almost all these movies are based either based in Chicago or like in this one trying to get to Chicago, because I, I I think he's from there if I'm not mistaken. But he, he they shot all of those movies. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, mm-hmm. um, this uh, what was the other one? Home Alone. They shot a lot of these movies in Chicago, and like I, I, I hadn't been to Chicago ever until recently. And like that's that's when we met, right? Yeah, yeah, that was when we met. And I, you know what? By the way that you were talking about Chicago, I would have thought that you were from there, but it didn't occur to me because, like, yeah, because I remember like we were going through like the museum, and you were like, "Oh yeah, you know, this is where you know um, House originated." Um, you know, <laughs> I'm like, oh man, this guy knows a lot about Chicago. I was like, yeah, we're uh, going to this restaurant over here. And then I found out that we're from like the same state <laughs> in Florida. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Kramer. That that's uh that's part of like why all this got started is cause Cam and I met um in Chicago because uh Luis was uh taking us to the con up there. We were having a good time going to that, and uh Cam was a part of the crew as well. And he shows up, and I think the first time we started to notice all these weird similarities were um, when we were we were in the car, and we were talking about that whole like um, at the time it was like type your birthday into this scrambler thing, and it'll come up, or or not scrambler, but type your birthday, and it'll show a news article that happened on your birthday from Florida. And I was oh, like, yeah, yeah, I got this dude getting getting hurt because he tipped over a a, a vending machine. And Cam was like, ha, ha me too. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And then, like, we started going down the rabbit hole 
oh, um, man. where it just got to a point where it was just like freaky. It's yeah. it's almost weird to talk about because like our birthdays are two days apart. I thought it was a, like two days in a year. Mm-hmm. Nope, nope. Two the year. Yeah, like, like he's two years older than me, born in Florida, and yeah. then like your like, sister is like nine years or eight years apart. From eight, you? eight years older than eight, me. And yeah, mine is, is nine. mine is nine years older than me. <laughs> um, one time we were trying to uh, get together to go to a movie uh, with our group. And we both went to uh, the wrong movie on the same night. <laughs> Everybody else made it. Everybody else made it, but we... <laughs> we, we went to the wrong movie theater together from separate destinations, <laughs> from, separate, from, from separate locations. We made it to the wrong theater together. And we're like, yeah. man, everybody else must be late. Like, no, both wrong. Yeah, and we got the same information. Well, that's the weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> you go with read the same information, and, and I have to ask, what movie was it? Oh, what was it? Oh man, I I couldn't tell you. It was this was back. We were going a good bit at that point. Yeah, it was years ago. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, like it, there's yeah <laughs> there's a, a lot of things like that. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm not from Chicago. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're we're Florida boys, unfortunately. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm just from the north. Of, yeah, I'm a Georgian, so I mean, I've never been to Chicago myself, so I, I would like to go visit. I hope oh, Chicago's I can go to the con too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicago. Yeah, you dope. definitely should check it out. That's that's easily one of the like coolest places I've been to. Um, haven't been a ton of places, but Chicago. You know, like I, I'm pretty sure other people have said the same thing. It's a cool city. Uh, a lot of a lot of cool stuff and i think that's why like john hughes doesn't have a problem like shooting multiple movies in chicago because there's just a lot to offer because even in this one we didn't see much of it but you definitely see the the train like the cool like above ground train system that they have uh, we, we definitely don't have that in pensacola florida i don't, I don't think we have <laughs> it's just a bunch of got alligators yeah, big, big, <laughs> wide open roads. Nobody on them. Yeah, got crazy people in Florida. Yeah, we got a lot of those for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, so the uh, like basically they their what is it their their flight has to land early. Why did their flight have to land early? I can't uh, remember. Now. I think it was it wasn't there like a storm or something like that. I think oh. Chicago was snowed out, so they yeah. couldn't get to Chicago airport, so they had to go somewhere else. I can't remember where they landed, but it was. A long Oof. ways away. Mil- Milwaukee or something? Yeah, Oof. I think that was right. Somewhere, yeah, somewhere there. Of course, you know, Steve Martin, he had the uh, middle seat. Uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, It's not a good movie uh, unless you got the star on the in the middle seat on the airplane. You know? well, that's, a, that's a very sh- shitty place to sit. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I remember I got anxiety on the middle seat one time. I was like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> end seats horrible. only. Can't be between unless you know who you're sitting around the entire time. It's end seats. Yo, yeah, that's true. Yeah, man, I got I got super used to flying when I went to college in Orlando, and I was you know from Pensacola, and I got so used to flying because at the time gas prices were super high, and but a flight from Pensacola to Orlando was ninety dollars, and gas from Pensacola to Orlando and back is like at the time like seventy dollars. So I flew back and forth multiple to like so many times from Orlando to Pensacola. And it's like a, a 45 minute flight mm-hmm. to the point where I would fall asleep before the plane took off and then wake up as we were descending. 
because it was that short of a trip. Like I got I got so used to all of the like just do, doing the bags and getting on the plane and like you said making sure to pick what seat you're getting because I you know you don't know until you start flying a lot but that shit matters. You can't <laughs> you can't move when you're crushed up like Steve Martin in this one like nah it's it's not going to be a good time. Those flights can get real shitty no matter how long they are really cuz it'll, it'll end up feeling like you're on a bus because they they didn't make it to the bus yet right they go into the uh the train did they do trains first i think they did trains first um because didn't it break down or something because they part they parted ways right quote unquote parted ways i think they parted ways right after the train right it was the the whole breakdown of the train because he found this guy who he had sold something to and his son or cousin picked him up and drove him to the train station in the back of their truck. Oh yeah, that guy. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then they get on the train, and then like after the train breaks down, like they're parting ways, and you just see John Candy pulling that big ass trunk behind him the whole way, and Steve Martin's just gone. He's like, I'm done. Like, I'm oh out. man, what was it? Was his name Owen? Was that the guy's name? Was it? Oh, the guy who picked him up. I think it was Owen. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's it's along those same lines. But yeah, it's something, oh, something like that. Man, that guy. The acting on this guy was phenomenal. Oh, but I've seen. I'm, I'm another guy I've seen in a million things, and I can't remember what else I've seen him from. It's always like concerned dad, but it's it's real weird to see him play uh, play like that. Like you said, Owen or whatever his name is. Yeah, he's like, she's real strong. Yeah, he's got a <laughs> lot of range. Um, he was in he was in Spider Man actually, Spider Man Two. Oh yeah, he was uh, the professor he was uh, lizard. Yeah, the lizard lizard. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah, like all these people. You've seen a million different faces. Like, um, because uh, they, they rent, they get on the, actually, actually, you know what? Let's, let's take a, let's take a quick break and catch our breath real quick <laughs> and, uh, and get some water and all that good stuff. I was about to like take a sip of, take a sip of water while we're recording. No, let's, let's just go ahead and take a break real quick and, uh, we'll be right back with more of the folding list. Wow, did you hear that? We were both hilarious yet insightful. Anyways, thanks for listening to each episode of The Folding List. We appreciate the support and we're glad you're not just hate listening. Actually, we don't care. Just keep coming back and listening. And while you're at it, make sure to check out the other podcasts in the Chino Umbrella. We've got The Nightly Binge, The Movie Dogs, and Sandusky's Talk Shit. All great podcasts with interesting people and topics. Back to the show. And uh, welcome back, welcome back. Uh, yeah, so like I, I just kind of wanted to, you know, take a take a quick break to refresh real quick because you get so you get so caught up in uh, in a lot of the different parts of the movie, you almost forget about the the better parts of the movie. And I think even I think one of my favorite scenes, probably a lot of people's favorite scenes, is the 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 car scene when they're driving in the rental car that they finally get, like that. That scene, it was so cartoony. 
It was so oh, cartoony. Man. It was so oh, silly. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great scene. Because <laughs> the uh, just even the getting the jacket off, like, or not even that, the car seat. The him just trying. It starts with him trying to John Candy's character is trying to get comfortable in the passenger seat, and this is nineteen. What is it? Nineteen eighty six. Eighty seven. What's the eighty seven? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the year we were born. No, November twenty fifth. 1987. God. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. That man. is weird. Didn't even think about that. Uh, anyways, this is why I don't like to talk about it. That's so funny. <laughs> I don't really like talking about all of our weird similarities. Like we picked this movie and it happened to come out, you know, a week a week away from our birth. But uh <laughs> but anyways. It's the weirdest thing, man. Oh, jeez. So yeah, so um, this, I'm sure, is like back when, you know, like electronic seats were still fairly new. So I'm sure there were a lot of them that were super buggy and weird, but especially in whatever car that was. It was like some weird knockoff Chrysler. I couldn't tell what it was, but it was very, very ugly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I looked away for a second. For a second. of some sort that has the nice wood grain panels across the side. Ooh, right. Yeah, classic. The plastic dashboard. And, and, <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, in that scene, like, I looked away for a second, and then I didn't know, like, okay, so let's go back. <laughs> Jacket off. That's actually probably a very appropriate uh, title for this whole scene because I was wondering, <laughs> I was wondering what he was doing. Like he looked like he was getting real comfortable. I'm like, okay, is this some kind of like sexual thing or something like that? <laughs> He's just waiting for Steve Martin to go to sleep so he could crank it. Yeah, <laughs> you got to make the long drive somehow, right? Yeah. Like VTech just kicked in, yo. That whole thing. Oh no. <laughs> I was like, whoa, let me rewind for a second. But um, okay, so that happened. When was it when they um, were heading towards the semis? Was that before or was that after the jacket off scene? Oh, it's definitely after the jacket, right? Uh, Okay. Yeah, right after the jacket scene. Okay. (laughs) Because he's trying to like take the jacket off while driving and dancing in the front seat, having a great time. And then he gets the the right arm of the jacket stuck behind like the seat belt or something. And the left arm of the jacket stuck behind the, the handle on the side of the seat. So he has both of his hands basically tied behind him, tied behind his back while he's driving on snowy, on a snowy highway at night where, and Steve Martin's asleep in the passenger seat. Yeah. He's driving with his knees, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's when Super I looked. Safe. That's when I looked. Up, I was like, "What is? What kind of hip movements is he doing right now? Like, yeah. <laughs> like is he like winding pine the floor or something like that? I was like, winding pine the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, not like he, he hooked both of his arms basically behind his back. So after a while, he just like has to rip his arms free. But when he does that, the car spins off the highway, and then. Steve Martin, of course, doesn't wake up. Like, this whole scene is super, like you keep saying, like, super cartoonish compared to the rest of the movie. But, like, that's a that's that's John Hughes just, like, killing it, able to take you from one type of comedy to the next. Um, but then they get back on the highway, but they don't know they're going the wrong way on the highway. <laughs> so they're, they're going down the highway, and then what what, what happened like oh the couple the, the couple. couple next to him yeah right? they're like hey you're going the wrong way and they're like oh yeah he's drunk 
<laughs> John Candy's in there saying, "Oh, you're drunk, you're drunk, crazy <laughs> stuff like that." I How would he know where we're going? Yeah, <laughs> of course we're going the right way. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then obviously. By the time Steve Martin realizes that the median is on their right, <laughs> he's like, wait a minute. He looks up and they're headed like directly at two semi trucks to where <laughs> luckily oh John Candy's God. able to go right down the middle. And <laughs> this like, was so perfect. I mean, like, OK, all right. I'll let you say it. <laughs> no, uh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're going. John Candy's able to go right in between the trucks. They don't swerve. And it it almost feels like they're going down a semi truck that's like a hundred feet long because it's just sparks flying and, and like quick and cuts, <laughs> cutting back and forth between the both of them screaming. <laughs> and then Steve Martin, no, yeah, Steve Martin turns into a skeleton, <laughs> like a screaming skeleton. And John Candy turns into the devil himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. John Candy yeah, I saw that. That shit was so fucking funny. Like the with the high pitched screams, like on top of that, like I was like, I'm done. Like this, this movie is great. Like this movie is because it subverts your expectations. You know, like I didn't expect yeah. to see something so silly like that um, within this movie. It's like you, yeah, ex- it's, it, yeah, you expected to see it, but you didn't expect it to go so far. Yeah, and it's such a like somber movie. Because they have that, it's a sad, like, there are a lot of moments in this that are truly sad. Mm-hmm. Like, even even after this, they the car is parked on the side of the road, and uh, John Candy, oh, we forgot that part, John Candy, like, drops a cigarette in the back of the car and doesn't know it. So they're sitting on the side of the road, and they look back, and the car is just on fire. So the car, like, burns up, Man. but for some reason, it's still drivable. So they're in the middle of a snowstorm, basically, and they find a place to stay. But John Candy doesn't have enough money for the room, and Steve Martin does. And they say, fuck it, we're, we're not going to do this. No, you're just going to have to go somewhere else. So John Candy sits in the car, and he's talking to, like, the picture of his wife and all this kind of stuff. And the when you're younger, or whenever you see it the first time, you're like, oh... He's just like looking at this picture of his wife because he misses her. And he's like, I wish you could be here, but you can't. This this is awful. I guess I'll just sit here. I'm pretty sure he would have died if he sat in that car. Mm. And and that and I was like, oh, wait a minute. Um, yeah. Spoiler alert, audience. If you've never seen this movie, it's a 34 year old movie at this point. <laughs> um, spoiler alert. His wife is dead. It's been dead for like so, eight years. Yeah, she's been dead a long time. So him being like, well, I guess I'll just go to sleep in this blizzard outside in the cold wishing I could be with my wife. He wasn't, pl- I don't think he was planning on saying good morning. Nah. Like, I think homeboy was going to sleep sleep. Yeah. Like, it is a, oof. Yeah, he wanted to meet his wife and Jesus that night. Oh. <laughs> there was a crazy. lot that he did throughout the movie that made it almost seem like he was just sabotaging his entire life. That's yeah. true. Yeah, stole like uh you know taking the cab from the guy that was kind of kind of starting it, but later on he does a lot. Like he takes Steve Martin's credit card, yep, um, and that's how he he takes Steve Martin's rental card, and that's how that whole scene plays out. Is he takes the rental car because Steve Martin goes and tries to get it from the lady, and it's already <laughs> taken because John Candy had taken his credit card and checked it out before him. Oh, uh, that's what happened. I didn't even realize that. 
and they did everything and it almost he purposefully stuck them together the entire movie it's almost like he's egging this guy on just i'm ready like it's been eight years now i haven't been on my for eight years and he makes subtle <laughs> hints and drops it to steve martin the entire movie man mm, interesting i never even realized that yeah because yeah, have you have you seen this movie cam i always forget to ask you just throw this stuff on the list and uh, don't ask if you've seen it. have you seen this movie so yeah i literally like just watched it uh today which is why it's so fresh for me yeah um but i've never seen it before uh today but you know like these kind of movies like 80s new york movies like i yeah. love this like i love that shit you know like i love seeing it's kind of like walking back in time when i'm seeing like everything um yeah, yeah. back then like i'm sure new like new york was a completely different place yeah. than it is now and like we you know i haven't i haven't i'm not super familiar with new york but uh like it's a I'm sure it's a completely different place than what it was in like the mid '80s. Oof. Completely, man. Uh, trading spaces was probably uh, my biggest eye opener. Oh, yeah. Like just to see <laughs> to see rich people in '80s New York. I'm like, man, that's cool. <laughs> Talk about another great movie. At that point, I think it was a nine, I think that was an eight or eight or eight or nine. Man, that was another great. Oh man. man, I could talk for days about that shit. I I don't know if I've ever I've I've watched, I've seen it. I've seen it, but I can't remember the last time that I've like sat down and watched the whole thing. And I think I only did that one time. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just didn't watch that a bunch of times when I was younger, but I've definitely seen it. I just probably need to see it again. I know it's, it's a classic. Yeah. It was hilarious when I saw it. And cr- like Kramer, where, where'd you say you were from again? I'm from Georgia. Okay. Okay. I thought, did you say North Georgia? Yeah. You can, you can say North ish Georgia. Yeah. North-ish. I'm above Atlanta. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> uh, Duluth. No. Further. Further. Ooh, ten- Tennessee. <laughs> Tennessee. No, that's not where. Is that north? <laughs> Hold on, America. Let yeah, me listen. listen. <laughs> let me look at a. Let me look. I am in Georgia. Yeah. I am <laughs> in North Georgia. <laughs> Hold on. Let me refer to the map real quick. Let me see. There's Alabama. <laughs> there's. Wait a second, Chicago. <laughs> <No> word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, full circle, Chicago. There it is, right there. There you go. Chicago. Back to What'd you say, man? Yeah, I, I wanted, I wanted, you were talking about something about uh, John Candy earlier about being one of like your, your greatest from the comedians, and I'm. I was going back and looking at all the movies that he had done in the past. And there's very few that I can see him as the lead on. He's always paired with some other iconic, Hmm. or at least that became iconic ever since. That's true. You've got Steve Martin, you got Bill Murray, you've got Dan Aykroyd. Like he's been with them in almost all of his movies. There's very few. I can think of that. He's the lead. Like you got like uncle buck and uncle buck. But other than uncle buck and the one that I mentioned earlier, who's Harry Crumb, I can't think where he's the main guy. But he is so damn good. He should have been in way more movies back in his prime as the lead. But maybe I'm just, maybe I just huh. can't think of any off the top of my head. But I see everyone else as the star in a lot of his movies. That's interesting. Because I know he did a ton of stuff with all of the, like, SNL people. Like, I, I know that's a big part of it. Ooh. But, like, I guess you're right. He may have, because you said he's done a ton of stuff we haven't seen. So, like... That may that may be part of it. He may not have been like a actual like filling seats leading man at the time. 
Because I guess that was like back when all of the SNL people were killing it too, like Chevy Chase and like you said, Bill Murray. Yeah. Maybe it was they were just sucking up so much of the air, like he didn't get any of the good parts. Everybody's like writing stuff with Bill Murray in mind, like they're already doing that. Chevy Chase, like I'm sure Fletch was like written for Chevy Chase mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, like uh, Uncle Buck is definitely that's oh man, that uh, I've. I've seen that a ton of times when he has that night that uh, hatchet and he's like, he's like, I got it in the car. I can I can show it to you. Just, just follow me over to the car. And he's like, shining it in the light. Like, yeah, got it right here. Um, um but yeah, yeah, like uh, John Candy, and like uh, I think that's part of the magic with this movie is that he's able to go from like this this crazy annoying like get the fuck away from me type of guy to <laughs> oh man like c- just come inside out the cold because you're gonna get sick you're gonna you're probably not gonna make it come inside and like that's that's kind of what ends up happening steve martin just like can't let him go and you you almost start to understand it but i th- i honestly feel like the the moment you really start to understand it is when he comes back to the train station and he's like, and he's still sitting there. And you're like, oh, he's like basically a homeless man. Mm. Like, he, especially if he doesn't have, and he says that. He says, I don't have a home. And that his wife's been dead for eight years. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he's able to play that, play that scene straight. Like, it's not, he's not playing it like in a comedic way. Because it's not a funny, it's not a funny moment. It's a super sad moment. But he's able to do it. Um and I, I think that's part of like why this movie is so good is that it's it's able to go from like cartoonish he's in a a devil costume like a, a cheap <laughs> devil costume spandex to being like oh my god this this guy's life is so sad and he just wants to be with people on Thanksgiving he just needs to be around someone um, but yeah so like they they get to they get to his house and it's this big like big welcome home thing and the the wife is is looking at steve martin like she missed him and then she's kind of looking at john candy kind of weird yeah didn't she was she was really weird though i mean like who looks at their husband like that you know after like <laughs> like a few days or something like that Oof. Like, oh like she looked at him like he came home from war <laughs> which technically oh, i'm so glad you made it back it's been a hard journey for you yeah i mean well technically he he kind of was at war for a little bit for the whole Oof. Yeah, he's <laughs> fighting for his life you survived a lot <laughs> man so but i also remember like how many times did he actually reach out to his wife throughout this time remember no cell phones this is all pay phones and like oh, yeah. from a hotel room so it's not like now where it's like i'm gonna get a live stream update from you know, my <laughs> wife when i'm like what something's going down no it's I got a call three, you get a call, what, once, maybe twice a day from him, if he can get to a pay phone. Yep. So she legitimately probably didn't know what was going on. So in that nope. time, yeah, I mean, she might have thought, oh, my God, he's dead. I didn't hear from him for eight hours. <laughs> that is true. He's gone. That, is that true. strange man he's with has killed him. <laughs> Real weird look in his eye. Looks a little twisted there at the end. Oh, yeah, like man. like you said, it's it's kind of he's kind of just like a real strange dude to just let in your house after all of that around your children. But uh, but yeah, they're, they're they're good friends. And like like you were saying, he has that weird look in his eye. Did you were were you were you thinking that everything was gonna 
Oh yeah, you did say that, didn't you? Yeah, say no, you had I, an idea. I think there was going to be something coming up at the end. Like, so watching this as a kid, you never catch on this, but like he just opened up to this man about how he's so lonely, hasn't been around his wife, and Steve Martin, his wife, are there doting on each other the entire time. And I literally thought this man was about to break. Like, you're about to see like, you know, a week later, and everyone's gone, and it's just Tom <laughs> Candy taking over the wife, the house of everybody. It's just like. This could have gone a completely different way. They could have if they wanted to, but it's John Hughes. He's not going to go that way, but they could have. You know what? <laughs> They're all propped up in the dining room. <laughs> it's like, it's Thanksgiving forever. <laughs> yes, it's Thanksgiving for everybody. That's awesome. That goes back to the Thanksgiving movie. Oh, God. I would love, I would actually like to see that. Like, if that was an origin story of, like, this super, like, scary serial killer where his origin was a comedy. I would love to see that. (laughs) I'm like, oh, this is how he got crazy. Okay. And the trailer's like all goofy, like, come back and see part two. (laughs) And then then you get to the theater and you're like, it's a murderer? Oh, no. (laughs) What just happened? He's on the run from who now? Oh, man. You see him like all, just like you said, just stuffed in the living room, like <laughs> little Joker smiles like on their face. <laughs> He's just back in that burnt out car driving around, outfit on at all times. Looking for another sucker. Hey, he's a good salesman. I mean, he could do it. I, I would like. Oh, to there's, there's definitely another theory that uh, his wife is in that trunk. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're carrying around in that trunk. No, no, you never see the inside of the trunk. So she, she might still be around. Yeah. Just, just not, not out and about. Not how not we out. know her. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. I don't. Okay, yeah, that is. Oh man! See, now I need to know what's in the trunk. What's in the box, man? What's in the box? Yeah, I'm going. I'm on Reddit right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't go down the rabbit. Don't go down yeah, the rabbit. Yeah, I was, I was about to say. For a while, oh, man. No, no, it's too late. I'm already here. <laughs> <laughs> I guess on that note, we'll we'll let Cam <laughs> we'll let Cam go down the rabbit hole on this one. Now that now that he's finally seen plane, trains, and automobiles, and he he sees the heartfelt side, but there's also a deep Reddit conspiracy <laughs> that he can dive into. <laughs> But yeah, Kramer, uh, thanks thanks for joining us and talking about this movie. Uh, you, you knew a lot about it. We always appreciate that. Um, you had a lot of a lot of good insight there, especially on uh, especially on like what what the sequel could be. I know <laughs> that could be. A... I'm here for the future. That's all I'm here for. If you need me again, I can give you those weird deep conspiracies. A man with vision. I I, I dig that man. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, what is it? T- tired stew. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll yeah. I've lost control of my life. That's how I feel. Yeah. Hey, yeah, man, t- take it one one step at a time. You, you know, know what? We didn't get to talk about my problems. Actually, part two of this episode of no, Plane Strains no. Automobiles. No. America, you know what really grinds my <laughs> gears? You know what butters my biscuit? Peter Griffith, <laughs> we, we talked about this, Cam. We talked about this, man. You can't. No, I got something to say. No. All right, yo. Once again, <laughs> thanks for joining us on the folding list. Uh, catch us next time. I'm sure we'll be talking about some some great movie or some dumb movie. Either way, join us again. Uh, thanks again, Kramer. Thanks again, Tired Stew. And uh, <laughs> see you next time on Folding List. <laughs>